Welcome back to the podcast. The only podcast done completely ironically. Woo! Yeah! Okay, so, uh, you know, it's February, and February for us will be movie month, okay, guys? This is something you guys can look forward to every year. Oh, yeah. If you ever look forward to anything that comes out of our awful, awful (laughs) mouths. Uh, I thought you were going to say if you ever look forward to anything that comes, like, yearly. I'm like, I mean, birthdays, birthday, Christmas, Christmas, holidays, just certain holidays and stuff. People look forward to those things. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, no, no, no. no one looks forward to anything yearly that comes from our freaking our, mouths. Our mouths, yeah. Uh, yeah because no one, no one cares. It, it, real podcast fans remember last year, yeah. we watched uh, two films, uh, that being Akira... And uh, Made in Abyss, Dawn of the Deep Soul. Uh, go go back, listen to that episode. I have no idea which episode it is. Yeah, me neither. Um, really, really good movies. But yeah. uh, so our parents are out on anniversary again because you know yearly things. And so we've decided to watch uh, two movies again. I don't know if we're gonna be talking too much about the first one because it's one uh, most people know. But I think we should talk about it just a little yeah, bit. Briefly. Briefly. So. Yeah. Just I mean, it deserves to be mentioned. And then uh, we just watched another movie just now. We're like, this movie is fresh off yeah, our, is. fresh I off our like plate. Maybe, yeah. Should we talk about that one first, or should we talk about the other one? Let's talk about the first one. Okay, first one. Just, just briefly, you yes, know, yes, just yes. get it out of the way. I can All right. That. Uh, the first movie we watched yesterday was uh, *Spirited Away*, uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Another Studio Ghibli film, probably the the Studio Ghibli. It is Ghibli pretty film. much the Studio Ghibli film. It's yeah. the most well known. It's up there on IMDb's top 100 films. It's the highest rated animated film I know. Yeah. It's like top 10, I want to say. Top 15. Uh, like top that. 20, I'm pretty sure. I don't think, I'm pretty sure it's top 15. It might be number 14. Yeah. Kind of like Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, it, super well-renowned. Pretty much yeah, everyone knows everyone this Everyone knows yeah. this film. Everyone loves this film. If yeah. you haven't seen this movie, go go watch it. It's yeah. like Alice in Wonderland but Japanese. Japanese flavored. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, something I think I noticed about uh, Zaniba and Yubaba. Yubaba is. We're not gonna say, should we say spoilers or something? Um, I, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, and anyone who's seen the film will understand. So if you haven't seen the film, you might just want to skip a yeah. little bit. Uh, skip just... maybe like ten minutes. Yeah, ten fifteen minutes, something like that. Uh, so should I explain what these characters are? Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Okay, so Zaniba and, so Zin, Z, Yubaba is kind of, kind of poses as a sort of antagonist in the film. She is a witch that owns a bathhouse that the main character uh, works at. And uh-huh. uh, she begins to control you by stealing your name. And she has a identical twin sister named Zaniba, uh, who you find very pretty late into the film but i think uh it's really interesting just and i were talking about the potential symbols of mm-hmm. characters and just things in general in the film and one thing he pointed out is that zaniba or yubaba totally represents just the work that takes over a person's life and their identity and their identity and that's why she steals the Your character's name. names she steals yeah. the name and gives you a different one and you have no way to go home yeah yeah, I just think that's really poignant. But then Zaniba, on the other hand, I think it's really interesting. I, I'm realizing she's totally, like, the idea of, like, like I guess farm work or, like, mm-hmm. it ain't much but it's honest work yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And that's what she is. She's she's comforting and 
you feel good about being with her, mm-hmm. but she's not demanding or taxing in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I think something that's interesting is she says, call me Granny. Granny, yeah. And I'm kind of trying to think about it. Tell me if this makes sense. But whenever calling her Granny is very much calling her something that you cherish, that you mm-hmm. love. Yeah. So like, call me call me something that you, you love. love. Something call, call me something dear mm-hmm. to you. And so that work and that lifestyle becomes something dear to you, but mm-hmm. you don't obsess yeah. over it. And, and I think that kind yeah. of, like, even, like, remains in the point whenever yeah. Chihiro comes back and calls Yubaba Granny as well. Yeah. Because you can love that work and that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, you can love your work. But yeah. at that point, she remembers her name and she's not being controlled by it. Yeah. She yeah. is free from it. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I totally think we, we're hitting the nail on the head. I think so. I think, I, I think, I think we're yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's out of the way. Uh, 125 minutes of animated bliss. Um, go watch it. If you haven't, it's on Amazon for, like, 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the only streaming service I know that has it. I don't know what else has it. Uh, yeah, I would assume that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, you, if you obviously have a... some people are big fans of pirating movies. Well, if you have a VPN... <laughs> but only good boys and girls yes. listen to the podcast. Yes. So, I'm sure none of you guys pirate. If you have a VPN, you can switch to Netflix in the UK slash Ireland. I know... I know Australia? No, uh, no, I'm pretty too? sure it's just Netflix. I'm pretty... Or, er, okay. it's just uh, UK Ireland. Okay. Has all the Studio Ghibli films okay. uh, on Netflix if you have a VPN. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But um, uh, that's not the meat and potatoes. That was the appetizer. That was the salad you get that you hardly pick. You freaking eat the romaine lettuce yeah. from. This is the meat, the fucking steak and potatoes of this episode. <laughs> Let's talk about uncut gems. Holy crap. Remember the beginning of Akira? Yeah. Let's take that's... the beginning and feeling of the beginning of Akira and just make that the whole movie. Okay, okay, so... <laughs> How what what would one word would you describe for this film? Chaos. I would describe it like I think that's an understatement. Yeah, that's not that doesn't do it justice, but that's easily the first, first thing th- that pops into the my first head. word that comes into my head is claustrophobic. Mm, yeah, the camera work and like I very rarely notice like camera work and that sort of thing, but the camera work yeah. in this movie is so articular articularly. Articulate, articulately. I don't think I that's a word. Is so articulate. Articulately done. I had to freaking slow down what to a snail's language? pace. What is language? But a means, means to communicate, communicate. Yeah. and I am not using language. <laughs> um, it's done in such a way to where. All the shots feel like you're right next to someone. Yeah. There's someone right next like to you all down, you, down your, your neck. neck. Yeah. Everything is tight. All this all the sets yeah. are tight. Yeah. There's no open spaces. Yeah, it's you feel so like, messy. You feel choked yeah. and it's you know, messy. You know like the humidity you get when you just enter like just like like a sauna. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. certain rooms that are just really muggy. Yeah, like sweaty. a Discord like moderators. A yeah. If you're, if you're in a gym. Take the feeling that you get from entering a gym and, like, just condense Dense that it. into, like, a freaking 5x5 five five room. Yeah. Like, that is how that movie feels. That sweat, that humidity, yeah. that grossness, and that constant movement yeah. and action that's constantly going around all around you. That's what that feels yeah. like. And, oh my word. So, did, 
this is an interesting question because I feel it's very hard for us to answer. Did, did you, you like, like this movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, did, I'm so glad we... Yeah. Oh, man, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, there are aspects... Yeah, there are aspects that I like about it. Obviously, there are aspects that, that you I just... didn't like yeah, about it. Which is, I think, the point. I don't think most people... Like, if at all anyone likes the parts that we dislike. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's almost... I feel it's very much supposed to show the grossness of it humanity. It of how you talked about Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. Dude, we, we are so in sync. It's like we finished each, each other's... Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> We're brothers, by the way. We share a singular moldy fruit loop of a brain cell. Oh my god. Yeah, so... It really just demonstrates how terrible people are. Yeah. And it's fascinating. Yeah. But it's... This movie should... It's gross. This movie should be recategorized as a horror film. <laughs> because it is terrifying. I don't even want to say a horror film. I would just say, like, a nasty film. Like, <laughs> genre. Like that, gross. It's just a new genre. It's, it's yeah. just nasty. Well, it's not a new genre. Because there yeah, are films yeah, that kind of... Films that and, like, just things in general that kind of yeah. encapsulate it. Like, uh, think of old Gorillaz music videos. Yeah, yeah. Or Bojack Horseman. Or, I mean, you haven't seen Bojack Horseman. For, but from what I've described that sort of thing or like uh, i know the joker the the yeah. recent joker film kind of has some of that feeling in it so like there are films that have that feeling but this film it's so grounded yet so out there yeah it almost feels like a true story yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah because you know whenever well, you read the thing is Everything that happens is actually really believable. Believable. Like everything that goes on in that movie is really yeah. believable. Were you ever okay? I'm I'm just gonna be freaking running through these questions. Yeah, let's no, go for it. Just were you ever going. close to tears? No, not really. Same. But there's a very. What is the? It's not sadness. What do you feel for the main character? Kind of disgusted and also heartbroken and pity yeah pity it's pity. pity it's a lot of pity i'm disgusted but i also feel pity yeah and it's not a sadness pity it doesn't make it doesn't make me want to like go to him put my hand on his shoulders both of us kind of put our heads down and we just like talk about his yeah. problems kind of thing or me trying to calm him down it's just like you have got yourself in a bad spot you have like, F yourself have up, beyond, up, yeah, beyond all repair. Fubar, as Fubar. they said in World War Two. Um, yeah, no, it. I just because it's constant. It's constant. It's just a downward spiral. It's, no, it's not a downward spiral. It's a roller coaster. You go up, you go down. You go up, you go down. You go up, you go down. There's, yeah. con there's yeah. constant points where he's like, "I'm the happiest man then I could the ever world, be," and yeah. then other points where he's just like, "I'm in the worst position I could ever be in." There's more downs than ups. There's, there's definitely it's more, more downs like, than ups. It's but more the ups make you think it's gonna stay there, yeah. for a little bit longer. But it but just they, goes no, fast. No, they just crash. They crash right down, like right away. Like the main. Real quick, the main character is played by Adam Sandler. Yeah, a uh, very famous, uh, unfunny man, Adam Sandler, <laughs> who, by the way, does an excellent job in this movie. Yeah, no, he does fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. His accent is on point. His appearance, his is appearance on point. again, that 
gross, sweaty, nasty, claustrophobic feeling that we were describing he to you about. He emanates he that. Is that? But also, he emanates this kind of jitteriness. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, he just. Say what you were gonna he say. emanates this jitteriness that like makes you feel uncomfortable yet energized. Mm-hmm. Like he's constantly trying to get stuff done. Yeah, he's you follow this hype with him. Yeah, but you're terrified at the same time because yeah. you know what he's doing is stressful. Yeah, but not stressful. It's a bad choice. Yeah, it's all just bad decisions. He's constantly making yeah. bad decisions that have like really. Huge, Huge possible. It's, it's constant high risk, high reward. But scenarios, like, but the risk is just monumental. But the rewards are simultaneously monumental. monumental. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's shocking. And here's another question: I, I, What do you think the moral of this movie is? Do you think there's a moral, or do you think it's more just? I think the moral is actually kind of obvious. Yeah, it's kind of a don't be a dick. Yes. <laughs> um, but like, I mean. I don't, I don't know how many people are going to watch this movie and say, oh, I really took something from that. Because I think a lot of the messages in it, or the, are, the message, are like blatantly obvious. Obvi- obvious, you know? but like it's, you don't watch it's that kind of reality slap in the face that yeah, people yeah, need exactly, a lot of the time. Exactly, but... It's like, man, I'm so sad. Well, what do you do in your spare time? Uh, like, two lines of cocaine, I go to three nightclubs, I get drunk, and I wake up at 12. 12 <laughs> they wake up at 4 10 <laughs> wake up at 4 p.m yeah it's like so, oh well oh, no doubt yeah. you're <laughs> well maybe you can fix all that what do you mean oh sorry yeah my default fixing setting is obvious yeah yeah no it's <laughs> no my default fixing setting is doing exactly what makes me sad, sad yeah <laughs> or no coping mechanism yeah. that's more what i was looking for is doing exactly what makes me well sad I, i'm miserable. saying the person trying to help the other person says uh, my default fixing me- yeah. method is obvious and the other person says oh well i'm sorry i'm a fucking dumbass yeah <laughs> yeah yeah anyways yeah the thing the thing is with this guy it's not that kind of situation yeah it's because the thing is there really is huge reward game, huge rewards yeah. But it, the movie starts out with him already in a in mess. A, like, in a it, mess, like, yeah. It's already obvious that he's in a mess. Yeah. The begin, the very beginning of the movie is that claustrophobicness yeah. that you were talking about. That, it's that. It is. I was just like, did we miss something? Is there a part one to this? That's not how I felt. It For me, that beginning, the opening was, I was telling myself, oh, this is just the opening. Yeah. This eventually goes away and I can actually begin to follow along. It doesn't, doesn't. go away. No. It never goes away. Like there, there are a few brief moments where a breathing calm, room, it, yeah, where you can just breathe just for a bit, and it, I mean, it follows the exact same thing that the main character is feeling. The main character is Howard. It follows the exact same process or pattern mm-hmm. that Howard is being. When he's getting in that those brief tiny moments of air, you get those brief tiny moments of air, but then it's back into the action and back into the chaos. It's like, <laughs> <gasps> action! Hold on, I just got to breathe, and then you're drowning again in all this insanity. And by the way, there's like maybe two or three, I guess, combat scenes in this film, and they're yeah. mostly just like pushing people around, sort of thing. Yeah. Like this is not an, a tenser action film because you're seeing a guy getting beat up and like punched yeah. in the. F- yeah, no. there are no fist fights. There, really. There's there's like two. One there's two. two. Yeah. There's the one where he gets thrown in the fountain, and there's yeah. the one where he But that's gets... hardly a fight. Like, yeah. They're hardly fights. They're, like, brief exchanges of, of, of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> they're just brief exchanges yeah. of, oh, we hate you. And sometimes they, like, they push each other against the locker, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. uh, like, like the middle school... Kind of like the middle school bully. Scene. Yeah. It's not a fight scene. Yeah. It's just... 
a brief exchange. Yeah. A brief physical exchange. It's not a fight. <laughs> yeah. It's just tense in a very real world sense. It's yeah. just tense. Like, you know the situations these characters are in. And you see where it could... I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just... Yeah. My brain is just on a high from okay, this let's movie. Exa- let's examine some characters real quick. Let's start yeah. with the obvious. Let's start with Howard. Howard. What did you think of Howard, basically? Oh, God. He's a, he's a sophomore. He's what, is a, that, what does that mean? Uh, for those of you who don't know, a soft means wise or wisdom, and more means moron. Yeah. yeah. Sophomores are wise fools, and that is what Howard is. He's intelligent, and he has the knowledge enough to know what potential reward is, yeah. but he's foolish enough to take the risks to try to get that reward. Yeah, and then also foolish enough to not always address the immediate Meetings, things that need yeah. to be addressed. Sometimes he, he rides the high a bit too, too hard, hard. Um, and that leads to even more consequences that yeah. he needs to like make up for, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, so, yeah, I what, totally, what, I totally what did, what did you that. think? It was almost funny to me how he has gotten into this position because throughout the entire film, he isn't the slightest bit charismatic. He is, though. Like, you have to... I, I don't really know. I, I feel like you have to assume he once was, but he just isn't anymore. Yeah, His charisma yeah. is not working for him anymore. Yeah, you so can... you assume at one point he was, but, but throughout this entire but film, I think the you film, never get to experience I think the film... That. Yeah, you don't, you don't get to experience it, but the fo- film shows you. Yeah, shows you that yeah. he is, is, but everyone's way too mad at him. Already, to, yeah. Already, in order to be able to pay attention to that. Yeah, you can tell that... But you can tell... From the way that he talks and the way that he acts, that he's charming. Yeah, yeah. Or he had some form of yeah. charm so in his in his earlier so in his better days. It's not that he's not charismatic; it's that his charisma is completely Clean ineffective. Yeah, at, like, this, at this point, this point in time. time, it just does not work. Yeah, like once you're once you are going down on the roller coaster, you can't tell the guy over at the front that you want to get off. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter how much you try and it doesn't matter how much you try and sweet talk yeah. him. Once you're going down, you're going down. That's it. I think the part that really nailed that is whenever he's talking to his wife. His wife, yeah. God, that part yeah, hurt. That sucked. It sucked, but you know he deserves yeah. it, yeah, but yeah, it no. still sucks. Yeah. Everything that happens to him, he Totally, totally deserves. deserves like absolutely in every sense of the word no totally one can call howard it. a good person and yeah, i think no, that's and i know that's the point yeah you are not supposed to be really able to should, call howard a good person but should you feel sympathy for him and that's so? the question yeah i think that's the question of uncut gems should you feel, feel sympathy, sympathy for, for howard? howard yeah because of what happens to him in the end i won't spoil anything but something happens to him in the end yeah and you're like well, shoot. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, just with the way that we're talking right now, I think almost the audience probably feels that claustrophobicness and chaos because we have just been exchanging, exchanging. Constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly, constantly. I'm wondering if the audience has been almost feeling like almost overwhelmed by like, holy crap, these guys keep talking and I've barely been able to process anything they just said. So I'm going to give you guys a quick moment to just breathe real quick. Just breathe. And then we'll get back into the action. So, like, brief recap. The movie's chaotic. It's clustered. 
The camera work is fantastic. And now we're kind of discussing, at the moment we're discussing Howard. He's been in, he's made a lot of poor decisions. He's smart, he's cunning, he's charismatic, but that stuff isn't getting it's him anywhere. Run out. Yeah, it's run out. That All of that stuff has completely run dry, and so now he's just in multiple ruts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's very much dug his own grave, and that yeah. grave is deep. <laughs> yeah. May I say that also, I actually do kind of like his character, the quintessential man of action, as yeah. it were. Uh, it reminds me of the character Dirk Struan from Taipan. Okay. Except Dirk Struan. Yeah, except Dirk Struan in the book Taipan is the opposite on terms of the success scale. He is so successful, charming, intelligent, wise that everyone hates him because he's so successful. <laughs> They're like, damn, I hate that that dastard Dirk Struan, and he's so rich and handsome with his devilish green eyes. <laughs> and like I don't know, I just think that's an interesting comparison. But does he take gambles? I'm curious. Yes. Gambles all the time? All the time. But is it high risk, high reward yes. gambles? Interesting. He, I mean, in the, like, pretty much the very beginning of the book, he makes a bet with a crime lord. Nice. Yeah. And oh, it's literally yeah. just like, so these are three half coins. Who Like, you, you, get, you get three of the halves, and I get, or, yeah, you get three of the halves, I get three of the halves. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, if you ever, uh, need, if any of us ever needs a favor, we can, uh, just come up to one of us with one of these half coins, and, uh, we have to do that favor. Interesting. And that mechanic doesn't take place at all in the book. It takes place in the fourth book. Really? Yeah. Which is kind of interesting, but I actually really like how it ties in with the fourth book, so I'm actually really fine with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Back to Uncut Gems. Gems, yeah. Okay, so... Julia. Yeah, I was going to say, is there anything else we need to discuss about no. Howard? Pretty sure no, we're, good. we're okay. moving yeah, on to Julia. We're on, we're on to Julia. Yeah, what do you what do you think of her? Oh my... What do you feel about that character? I think Julia is... Real quick, who is Julia? Julia so, is Howard's side girl. Yeah. Howard is already married. Howard is married, but Julia is the person he's just having an affair with. Yeah. But not, like, it's like an obvious affair. Like, his wife knows. Yeah. And they're going to divorce, but, yeah. like, eventually. Mm-hmm. Howard continuously delays this divorce. Yeah. For whatever reason. I'm, it, it's honestly not even really clear why. I think it's probably almost just to maintain face. Face. Within, like, with, his family. With his family. Because with it, his kids. Because, I mean, that is a ki- that's kind of a big point of, of the film, is the fact that he's Jewish, and Jews take a big uh, importance with their family. Like, yeah. they take a priority with their family. So, yeah. him just trying to keep the, keep the relationship is probably that. Yeah. Even though he doing a pretty bad job yeah yeah but like it doesn't really seem like the rest of his family knows like his yeah, extended it, it family doesn't. knows it, doesn't. it just kind of seems like they just think he's a normal guy yeah um i think julia is what the directors and writers see as the person who gets caught up in the mess the bystander the bystander or or is supposed to be you're supposed to be able to say julia did nothing wrong yeah but I, and probably you personally, heavily disagree. disagree. Yeah. Julia did something wrong. Yeah. Um. Because um, the thing is, she knows full well what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and... Or at least... Actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever really clarified that Julia really knows that. Like, you can assume that's the case. Uh, uh, knows what? 
that he has a wife. No, he she he does. He mentions her. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, I can't remember what her name. I think her name is like Claire or something. Like Claire really got oh, on my back I today. It was like Dinah. Dinah really got on my back today, and yeah. she's like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she knows. Yeah. No, I, I, I think to the majority of the world, you're supposed to think that what's her what's Julia. her Julia is like a. I don't want to say a good, good person, no. but just like a bystander yeah. or an innocent ne- person, neutral party. Neut- neutral party. But no, uh, she did. She's a terrible person. Yeah, and I think like maybe you're supposed to think that too. But I think Julia is like a legitimately like awful person. Why and is not... she awful? She's just gross. Yeah. I don't know. Like Howard. I don't know. Julia gets it ahead in life because she's hot. Yeah. And she knows she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. But can I just say that I do not find Julia attractive. That, I was... Yeah? I don't know. I was just looking at her. I'm like, I don't see why ever, all the... Like, obviously in-universe she's hot. But, like, I don't care. Like, she's not attractive to me. Great. That's fantastic. I don't know. I, was, I just wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, for me, when it came to Julia, it was like... It was disappointing. Yeah. It was disappointing because for some reason, Howard, it was disappointing for me on like Howard's end because Mm. for some reason he couldn't be literally just content with the wife he had. Yeah. You know, like why? What? Like she, it's evident she never does anything wrong. Like she, the, the, I'm, that would kind of be getting on topic with the wife, but just like from in the relationship with Julia and Howard, it's completely unnecessary. Like, there's no reason for that to for that I mean, relationship to but exist. That is kind of a thing sometimes. What? There's no problems within the relationship, but one person just kind of goes exactly, south. Exactly. And like Howard is the yeah. one that goes south. south. So like, it's like this is entirely Howard's fault. Yeah. You, you know, like truthfully julia has nothing to do with this yeah like yeah she's like allowing it to happen knowing full well that like he's married it's really scummy yeah and like she's being okay with it but it's like again it's howard's fault Fault. like howard is the one that brought this upon himself Himself. because for some reason because the when he goes to julia Mm -hmm. and like she like comforts him and stuff it's Mm -hmm. like why don't you just do that with your wife like does she why does she not bring you that comfort, evidently? Because he never I, gives her the chance to do so. Or, like, you... And you would... At least I would assume previously that he would do that. I don't know why he just suddenly decided, no, not anymore. It might... Presumably it's just my wife's not that attractive anymore. It might also be that, um, uh, because they're Jewish, kind of like an arranged marriage, because that's, uh-huh. that's really common that, in Jewish culture. Yeah, that's true. That could be a thing. I, I don't know. The yeah, movie doesn't give us much details specified. about their the past of their marriage yeah. other than the fact that they're married. Yeah, and have three I mean, kids. Yeah, and have three kids. But there's, like, a couple things you could think about. Like, she uh, the wife isn't pleased with Howard's financial decisions. Yeah. yeah Howard just sure. constantly hangs around. I mean, she works at the shop, right? So yeah. Howard constantly hangs out with this attractive young woman at his jewelry store yeah and then eventually just you know yeah goes out on a whim yeah sort of thing like you can 
that's that is something interesting is the fact that although the movie doesn't necessarily say anything, you can infer some potential things that have happened in the past. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because it's so grounded in reality. You're like, I could totally see this like three things happening. Yeah. Like three things being the case. Yeah. So yeah, that whole situation with Julia, I'm just like Yeah. No, that's it's just Howard's fault. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's Howard's it's fault. Entirely on Howard. I, I I wasn't a fan of Julia. Yeah. 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 Uh next up the wife. I don't know. There's not much to talk about yeah, there. There aren't there's honestly not too too many like really personality like characters. characters. Yeah. Most of the characters just kind of seem like forces. Plot devices. Like a forces of nature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially the the debt collectors. Yeah. Or constantly on howard's back yeah they're like the weaknesses in arkham horror yeah straight up. no straight up if howard was a character in arkham horror yeah. his weakness would be debt collectors yeah straight up yeah it's actually really funny just real quick let's make arkham horror howard okay um, what, is, what is he so he's survivor scoundrel yeah yeah, survivor definitely. scoundrel you, multi-class do you think or do you think he's scoundrel first then survivor survivor no, I think he's survivor. Uh, he might actually just be scoundrel. No, scoundrel primary, survivor secondary. Because you know, like I'm thinking of like the the old characters, like Trish and Wendy and Skids, not like the the more recent ones. Oh, okay, okay. Just okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So primary scoundrel, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and then you can take a few a few things from the survivor deck. Yeah. Um. So uh, what are his stats? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. Strength two yeah agility maybe also two, two. willpower yeah. two but intelligence six you think so yeah i think willpower like four and, and intelligence four four yeah i don't i don't think that's the uh the right amount i think the intelligence has to be a five four four two two intelligence has to be five i'm pretty sure i, I can see that i can't remember what number it is but they all have the same base stat total yeah yeah, honestly, willpower four, intelligence five. five. I th I think that's the. What would his that I ability be? Now, real, real quick, I want to explain why willpower. Willpower four because despite the exhaustion that the yeah. mentally exhausting crap the this man is constantly going through, he keeps going. Yeah, like, he's a bull. It, it does not matter how crappy the situation gets; he will keep doing. Like, he keeps yeah. his eye on the prize, and that is yeah. what drives him to the absolute that's what maximum it, That's what his degree. special card would be called, yeah, Eye, on the, eye prize. on the Prize. Oh, that's so true. And also, I'm just saying, freaking Adam Sandler in, like, the Arkham Horror art would work, look yeah. so good and just yeah. fit perfectly into the game. I think, I think his special card would be something like, you have to make some sort of bet, but if you get it, you mm. get, like, a plus to all of your stats. You get a plus one to all of your stats and, like, eight resources or yeah. something like that. It's like an in it's like an investment gamble. Yeah. Card. You play it and, like... What if it's, like, if you you, you play it mm -hmm. and you draw a token, you, you spend, like, four re like two resources, four resources, something like that. I think it has to be, like, five resources. Five resources. So maybe you get ten resources. Yeah. So you get five resources back. So it's, like... You do that, and then you just draw something out of the chaos bag. Mm -hmm. And if it's like, if it's like a number or elder sign, you win the bet. 
Mm-hmm. And if it's freaking tentacle or a, like hood skeleton, you, you, you lose. Yeah. Like you lose the bet and you lose all your, like you lose a bunch of stuff. You discard your hand and yeah. like just crazy stuff like that. But it should be like, you can play it mm-hmm. and like maybe you can, you can actually go for the bet at any time mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, uh, how, how can you make this work? Because I want it to be like a, like, all right, like, F it, I'm yeah. going to do it kind of thing. Or, well, yeah, I guess it could just be in general. Yeah. Like, spend five resources, and, like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you're, you're just out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, what if his ability was every time you play a card, instead of paying resources, you can take a willpower test to not spend any resources. Mm. But if you lose the check you pay double you pay double that could be cool that'd be an awesome ability yeah let's make this character dude that actually sounds really awesome yeah i think it could yeah i guess it can only be like one yeah that's kind of interesting about arkham horror characters yeah they only have one ability and then they have their crit so you just need to design a weakness and the special card and that's like and then your elder sign and your elder sign and that's it yeah I'd say Elder Sign is just, like, spend resources, and mm. that's the amount of plus that you get on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you get an Elder Sign, you can just spend however many resources, resources you want, you get, and you get yeah. it. That's, something, that's how much you get. Mm-hmm. We just talked about Arkham Horror and Uncut Gems on the same I mean, episode. Aren't they kind of the same? <laughs> is, is the horror for the Uncut Gems version, or, uh... Yeah, the uncut gems edition of Arkham Horror. The the, the horror real the real horror is just capitalism. Yeah. No, it's greed. <laughs> greed, yeah. It's just greed. Yeah, because that's clearly what's constantly clouding his vision. Yeah, is his sheer his greed and his gluttony. Yeah. Oh, it's almost disgusting saying it like that. He's gross. Yeah. He's a gross character. Yeah. But like, do you ever see him eat? No, I feel like you don't. You don't. You never actually see him eat anything. Yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of interesting. What do you think about that scene? It's just in the middle of the film where he weighs himself. I don't even remember that. He's in the bathroom. He's talking to I think it's Julia. Uh huh. At his uh, at his father-in-law's house. Mm. And he's in the bathroom, and he just sits, and he just like stands on the weight, and he weighs himself. While he's talking on the phone, like, what do you? Do you, did you get anything? I can't remember that. Yeah, it, it said he's like 204 pounds. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, he, he just does it. And, like, the camera literally goes onto the weight of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it shows his weight. It wants you to see yeah, it. Yeah, so I feel like that means something. There's probably a lot of stuff that we're missing, to be yeah. honest, because there's a lot in this film, yeah, and yeah. it moves hella fast. Yeah. Like, it's almost overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Yeah. But that's the point. Yeah. You are supposed to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. Because you're supposed to feel like you're in Howard's shoes. Yeah. And it does a hell of a good job. job. Yeah, but what did you think about the ending part? Not the, what happens to Howard, just the ending part where they're locked in the in the buzzer room. And he wins. And he yeah, and he's just watching the game. Yeah. What did you think of that? I thought it was incredible how I had no idea where the movie was going to go. I know. I had literally no clue. I was like, 
Is he going to win? Is he not going to win? What's going to happen after that? If he wins, what happens? If he doesn't, what happens? Like, I have zero, zero clue. clue what is going to happen. And that was honestly throughout pretty much the entire movie. movie. I had no idea where, where it was, was going. Go. It was completely ambiguous. I had zero clue how, what was going to happen. Like, it was just, again, it was so chaotic. Yeah. And so messy. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell, you could only tell, like, the obvious. Yeah. You know, like, He's in a bad situation, things are catching up to him, and he's trying his best to get out of this bad situation, but o- but he's only doing it the only way he knows how, which, which is, is through gambling. massive gambling. Yeah. Like, massive amounts of gambling. And it's like, no matter what it costs yeah. him, like, like relationships yeah. or anything, like, it does not matter. And it kind of seems that's just kind of how he ran his business as yeah. well, which yeah. I I think it, it makes a good point of showing that, how this isn't just, like, a new thing. Or, like, yeah. this isn't the only gamble he's taken. This is how he's... This is how he always li- this is yeah. how This is how he's lived his life. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. No, so... Yeah, so just throughout the entire movie, I just had no, no idea, idea where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, was he going to get everything paid off? Was he going to change? Like... I don't, I don't know. Don't you think that's fascinating how there's zero character development? Yeah, no, literally none. Zero character development for anyone. Yeah. Everyone stays exactly the same. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Mm-hmm. And so as far as the ending goes, like we were talking about, like, yeah, I just had no idea. What did you think of how all of the characters that were in the, in the room, like, they they went in looking fine, and they came out all, like, haggard and exhausted and, like, yeah. sweating and yeah. nasty. I don't know. I feel like that's also, like, a design choice that was, like, specifically intended to almost represent or mean something. Stress. But it's... <sighs> Anticipation. Why are they stressed? They don't necessarily yeah. have stakes in this. Yeah, they really don't. I guess it's just... I guess there is the chance that maybe they'll they will also hit it big. Yeah. If he wins this mm-hmm. bet, like they also win in this bet, yeah. so they would also be equal. They also have stakes and, in this. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily to lose yeah. something. What they lose is what they don't win. Yeah. So if if Howard does win this, mm-hmm. then they will also win. If he loses, well, they don't get anything. Let's let's move on back to I guess pivot back to characters just real quick because it's an interesting to- subject that just came up. Do you let's let's take the the two characters we talked most about Howard and Julia. What do you think are Howard's redeemable qualities? He's adam sandler <laughs> that's not a redeemable quality <laughs> yeah in fact that's a crime against humanity adam sandler's got a special circle in hell for himself why are we hating on adam sandler so much <laughs> no we, we stay in adam sandler in yeah, this house nah, Waterboy's a great film yeah he, he's chill yeah um what's it called uh i mean i i don't want to like just fill the freaking podcast with silence yeah i'm like genuinely trying to think like do you, do you want me to say my answer yeah, i guess you want to say yours he works hard he works his ass off yeah and like you you see it even in the like not even the, in the beginning but as he says like you know like all the all the time i spent getting yeah. this freaking opal you're not gonna sell it for enough you don't know how much time i spent into the like 
he works. He has an ethic, you know? Yeah. He has a work ethic. Again, which, that eye on the prize yeah, concept. Which is redeemable, I think. Yeah. Because there are some characters whose flaw is that they do not have a work ethic or that yeah. they are lazy. And he is not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Do you think Julia has any redeemable qualities? I- I'm actually going to say, like, yes. Mm-hmm. Because at the very least, she was trying to, like, comfort Howard. Mm-hmm. And it actually seems like she he cares, cares. You know? So, like, there's that. For as much as a scumbag as she is for, like, being okay with what he was doing to his wife, at least she does, like, care. Yeah. Because, like... The thing is... And it kind of seems like she doesn't necessarily care, like, for the money or yeah, something it, like that. Yeah, that never really seemed to be the case. Yeah. It was just kind of odd. Or, yeah, like, that just didn't seem to be the yeah. way that they were representing her, is that yeah. she was in it for the money. Like, granted, like, she, she did... They did have the apartment. Like, she wasn't, apartment. Pay, she wasn't paying for the apartment. Yeah. That's usually not an entire reason to stay with someone as i guess risky as howard you know yeah oh this this guy's giving me an apartment especially again because in universe she's incredibly attractive she can get any boy she She looks at yeah yeah so she absolutely has options so why does it why does it seem like she was staying with howard of all people because he's clearly a loose cannon it seems like she saw something in howard yeah Again, she's clearly a loose cannon. Or he's clearly a loose cannon. But she clearly cares. Yeah. For some reason. We don't really know what that reason is. But there is a reason in the back of her mind. It could just be the sex. It could just be the sex. It it really could be. It really could be. (laughs) Yeah. As depressing as that is. Um, Yeah, that and, like, money, I guess. Yeah, the, the apartment... Uh, yeah, because the thing is, when he's, like, mega stressed out, mm-hmm. like, sh- she's, she, like, she, like, goes up yeah. to him, and after he was, like, already, like, raging against yeah. her, like, telling she's her, like, still, I don't want you in my life, still blah, 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 yeah. blah. she even leaves the little note, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. you find what you're looking for in life, yeah, like, wasn't hate, she was never, like, hateful towards yeah, him, yeah, or even spiteful, strange. yeah, there's that one line at the beginning where she's like, you're so manipulative, like, yeah, yeah, she kind of, like, says some, like, I guess, mean things about him, yeah, but, like, it seems almost playful, yeah, almost teasing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's wacky, weird, yeah, Again, like it's yeah. a little difficult to infer too much, but from yeah. but from what, what we, we have, can see, from yeah. what we can defer, um, yeah, it seems like she cares. Cares again, like I just feel like mo- for a woman that she's portrayed to be, mm-hmm. can get any guy she wants. Clearly, mm-hmm. why, there's something why that she ha- admires yeah, exactly. about Howard. Howard. There's something about Howard in particular that she likes. Yeah. And it's probably not just the sex, and it's probably not just exactly. the money. So that's her redeemable quality. She yeah. cares. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm yeah. glad that you pointed that out, because I was going to say flat out she has no redeemable qualities. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you had noticed the same no, thing. No, I thought she was a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I actually... No, Julia, Julia, made, I contributed. Julia made me vomit in my mouth a little bit. That is fair. I yeah. feel the same. Yeah. I... I I did not like her. Yeah. 
I, and again, I, you're despite n- the fact that I'm giving yeah. her redeemable qualities and very much giving her a chance, I did not yeah, like her. You're not really again. You're not really supposed to like the characters yeah. in this movie. Yeah, which I think that's a, that's an interesting thing. Is like the media gets to a certain point of realism to where you're not supposed to like anyone. Yeah, like Evangelion, BoJack Horseman, Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems. Like, it just gets to a point where, like, the characters are so human-like and so flawed that you're just like, I hate these people. Yeah. I hate all of these people. They suck. Yeah. But then you realize, oh, that's just people. Yeah. Like, people just suck. Yeah, it's a pretty human movie. Yeah. Didn't give it that much. So, let's go back to the question, the, one of the first questions we asked. Did you like this movie? Yes. I think so. Too. I enjoyed this movie. I, I think I did. Too. I did not like this movie. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, there were things that I took away from it. Yeah. Would you recommend it? Uh, I, I think depends a, on the yes, audience. Depends on yeah. the person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like, I think that's most films. Like, there's very few films I would just recommend to I everyone. Mean, we said we told everyone watch Spirited yeah. Away. And, right yeah. Yeah. But like even Spirited Away, there's like two people in my life that'd be like, no, maybe you shouldn't watch Spirited Away. You yeah. wouldn't appreciate it. There's a much higher percentage yeah. of people in our lives that we would say, don't watch them. Don't, yeah, no. Uh, also, I'd only recommend this film for anyone over the age of 18. Like, Yeah, like it, really, really and truly. This is, this is a hard R film. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's not just because they're dropping F-bombs. It's yeah. Because it's genuinely like a difficult to watch, watch hard yeah. to understand kind of thing. Or, yeah, I'd say difficult to watch, hard to understand. There's, like, the, you know, there's, like, comfort food, yeah. and there's, like, easy listening. This is this is difficult watching. Yeah. This is a movie that's hard to watch. You don't yeah. just enjoy it. the thing is, it's like, I feel like a lot of people would watch this movie and really not take much away from yeah. it. Like, they just, like, watch it because yeah. it's like, oh, Adam Sandler, he's the funny guy. Yeah, there's... And then they just watch it, consume it, and just be like, I don't really know what I just watched. Yeah. But, like, we're actually, like, really taking this. There's a lot of discourse. A lot from this. There's a lot of discourse that can be said about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess the last thing I want to I ask before I think we can wrap up. Uh-huh. Was this a good movie? I'd say it was a good movie. Okay. I'd definitely say yeah. it was a good movie. I'd say this was a very artistic movie. Yeah. Yeah. If, like, if you mean, like. Yeah. In like, an, artistic an artistic sense. Yeah. Movie, I think, oh, I think yeah, this movie was, was fantastic in an artistic sense. And um, as far as like taking things away from it, yeah. like in that sense, like yeah. I mean, it's all things that you already, already know. know. But again, it's things you know, but you need in front of your face to really recognize. Yeah, you need to freaking smell, smell it. it. Yeah, which is something you can say about this movie. You smell yeah. this movie, and it smells bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh But yeah, like, did I enjoy this movie? Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I definitely. Yeah, enjoyed no, it. I'm glad. I'm glad this got onto our radar. Yeah, we've been we've been wanting to watch this movie for, for like, like three years. Ye- no more. No, that was in twenty nine. When did this movie come out? I don't know. It's still on the screen. Yeah, yeah. No, we literally haven't even closed it up on our Netflix. We're we've, we're recording in our living room instead of in our bedroom. bedroom by the way, but it is still midnight. Yep. 2019. 2019. Okay, so we probably that's when we found out. Yeah, we probably found out in 2019. So shoot, yeah. Like actually, around three. Three years. years. Yeah, we're definitely approaching on three years. Yeah. When we found out about this movie. Jeez. Interesting. Hey. Hmm. The directors are either brothers or husbands. Husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They share, a, they share a last name, one of those interesting things. That is interesting. Yeah. 
Do you know what's also an interesting thing? Mm. The fact that some people can forget and that we have to remind them to, to stay, stay poggers. poggers.